0: episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit Linktree.com slash Michael Talk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you find the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC. And visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Get ready, kids. Belgium is in the house. Drag Race Belgique has officially begun, and queens are beaming with black, red, and yellow pride. So, who's got the talent, and who becomes the Belgian pork chop? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Belgique, and joining me is international drag connoisseur, Precious envy.
1: <laughs> I know I'm international bitches. I am good. Oh, that's
0: so am I.
1: I know you're more international than me. You're jet setting. Um, I would you. like to actually say it's not the Belgian pork chop. It's the Belgian waffle. That's, 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 where we're calling the girl who's limited first. <laughs> gotta make it, same. we gotta make it with the puns, you know, Canadian bacon. Like, yeah.
0: Unfortunately, unfortunately, the one that had the Belgian waffle didn't go home. Uh, probably I, have, when she
1: but, walked yeah, in, yeah. I was like, oh, you're first out. And then when it came mm-hmm. down to lip sync, I'm like, oh, you're for, you took off your damn shoes. You're, oh, damn it, she's staying one more week
0: yeah things happen in this episode but overall um i was a little bit um impressed I'm happy. I'm i happy. was
1: very impressed i was impressed with rita i was in, i thought these queens were like on point i thought they delivered a really good um variety for the talent show and yeah. the the runway view i i have my clear front runners already um after like the first episode. Because I I didn't watch the Meet the Queens. I watched the um just the initial like teaser uh like trailer of like of their introduction of the space theme, which I am liking that it's that Espania is also doing a the space theme for their uh for, them, for their next review. We, we don't know we don't we
0: don't know, we don't. We've we not seen anything officially.
1: We saw of the Marvel teaser TV, yes, and sir. she was in a spaceship, so that's why I'm going with space. It,
0: it, it could be a video game. I don't know. We don't know yet. Oh, that would be Last year they did, like, sports. They did sports last time.
1: Yeah, um, they had a, they uh, had a very uh, weird uh, promo for last year.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't listen to the preview podcast. Um, but that's okay. That's fine. Um,
1: I wanted to yeah, go, in go
0: in blind. I wanted to go in blind. Well, let's do it. As always, I must leave a disclaimer, and I'm going to do it slowly, friends, because we are at the beginning of the season. <laughs> This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they have also put themselves in a position to discuss. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show program. All right, let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin we have to remind our belgian viewers uh what drag race is and how it works um similarly how drag race italia does their intro uh mm-hmm. hopefully we won't get it every single week just this one week and bam but we have read a big what drag race is oh please not um it features a little bit of everything including supreme deluxe fred van Leer, mama pal art Arya. i was like ooh, ooh. are those two shows canceled are they not are they coming back or are they not i don't know
1: they're like we're, we're reminder- guaranteed. No, it's just their way of saying we're guaranteed two seasons.
0: Literally, uh, we mm-hmm. get a reminder of why Rudy Bega will host and a preview of what we will see this season. And it's fucking fierce. I'm not gonna lie. Some of those looks that we saw, I was like, "Damn, I'm excited." Um, oh no, plus, yeah, this. Say-
1: yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say no. This is gonna be. I feel like this is gonna be a very strong first first outing.
0: I agree. Uh, plus, we said hello to Luffy and Musty, who is my new boyfriend. I love him. No one <laughs> can have him. He's mine. He's so um, cute. He's so adorable.
1: Oh, they always oh, have. Yeah. Keep, they always have Luffy. the cute boy. Him, Tomas, the hobbies. Oh.
0: Um. Well, we're not talking about uh, Drag Race speed and yet. So that one kind of.
1: I don't even know. I don't even know. Aside from the host, I don't even know who's on the judging panel. I don't think seeing the picture
0: you listen to the preview podcast and <laughs> release it soon wow that was so
1: I know it's know. it's coming out in what like two weeks <laughs> oh uh, drag, the Drag Race fatigue is' just gonna be it's gonna be so so great this year yeah.
0: so much fun now our workroom is cute pink power realness with a wall of clothing and gold heels plus gold babies now if you were like what the fuck are gold babies doing in the workroom well. We're going to learn a little bit later that they are Manneken Peace, which is a little pee man in Flemish. It is a statue that sits in Brussels and represents the rebellious city. The more you know.
1: Uh, yes, thank, thank you for that educational peeing babies. They
0: have pride in these peeing babies. Um, I didn't know <laughs> a country could have such pride in these statues.
1: Uh, you know what i love it when like those little quirky things are like on full display for these for these shows Oh, that's just it's gonna make me love them every every time i see them now
0: all right let's meet our queens what's that i've already won you say i haven't said a thing (laughs) it's eddie sogelson she is 34 years old from Uh, she defines herself as elegance, presence, and absurdity and a few fries short of a basket. And I was like, I like that new phrase. I'm going to call a lot of people a few fries short of a basket. hmm I know many a girl. Let's, let's go through her look. Uh, the look is gifted by her sister, Mademoiselle Boop. Um, y'all, this is Kimmy Moore as a Florida housewife. Tell me I'm wrong.
1: I will say for it being an entrance look, it was very underwhelming, but I also, if you, because this is now like the show's been around for 15 years, give or take, a lot of Queens may have walked in being like, I don't know if we're going to have to be dunked in water, have a fan blowing in our face. So I'm not, I'm going to wear something that I don't care if it gets destroyed. So I see it in that aspect of she That's walked in exactly being I like, think. I know Drag Race. And they didn't even have a mini challenge so it's like oh this was like now i now i don't look cute for nothing
0: now i will say i think it is well polished the elements are there i love the olive color the hair is right it's just insanely simple and basic uh she mm-hmm. is the first one in the room she's setting the tone i was like oh no what have we done but again it's a well put together look but from what we will see from her she's got so much more depth um but again she probably back a disastrous photo shoot and she's like well my sister gave me this my friend stoned it and that's it i'm not <laughs> exactly
1: and my sister will school come in looking at it going like you wore that
0: <laughs> and you're gonna say my sister wore that what the fuck exactly not there yet we'll get to it mm-hmm. um i'm i'm gonna give it a two i think it was fine
1: you know i'm on the fence it's like as an entrance look it's a boot but if it's as an entrance look expecting the worst too.
0: listeners you're fuckers 19 to 81 um i'm not happy about that i will not defend you here i think it, you all would be very cruel. um that being said when she sits she says the extras haven't arrived and i was like that's a funny bitch i think i'm gonna like her a lot
1: i thought she had the best talking heads she was so catty, so like she was like the quintessential drag queen that you expect, yes. and that's why I was like, she, "I'm going she, Edna, you're gonna go, you'll you'll be going far because you have a mouth on you, and the producers are gonna want to keep she, you around." she's
0: witty, she's funny, she's dry, she's self-deprecating, mm-hmm. um, and she she she's aware. Being aware on this show is so rare nowadays. Uh, so oh, I, no, I very much appreciate what she's bringing. Well, no, I think that's saying. also a difference
1: of a queen who has been doing drag for so for a long time. So I'm guessing you know she's probably been doing drag for at least ten years or so, um, compared to a lot of queens who are now saying like, "Well, my, I've been like, I did one year online, two, one year in person, where it's like that's the staple." Don't now. read
0: Marsha. We love Marsha on the podcast.
1: I'm reading her and Lux together because they both did that. Um, but I, you do get that sense of. Someone who's like, I've been around the block. Yeah. And it shows.
0: Well, let's move on. How do you like your coffee? Frappe or crushed? It's that bitch that walked in on point Mocha Balne. She is also 34 years old, which means two queens who are still younger than me. And I'm like, this is not how Drag Race is supposed to work. I'm supposed to be younger than the contestants. Fuck this shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're They're all younger than me. At this point, you know, I will be on Drag Race 50 when she decides to let Old Queens back in the competition. That's true.
0: Now, dance is her passion and she's danced for the Maurice Bergeot Company. She says she has a slight accent as she grew up in Antwerp, but I couldn't tell if she was joking or being serious because, well, it's all lost on me. Uh, yeah, anyway, exactly. was now. Um, now, when she hits her mark, she will just start spinning, and Anna wants to know when she will stop. Obviously, the queens are told to like pose, do whatever, and mm-hmm. Mocha is like, I'm gonna spin because I'm a ballerina. And it's like, I'm a ballerina, oh, you're gonna puke, you're really gonna puke. But she didn't, she did not.
1: I would have been dizzy,
0: yeah, right. This look by Andres de Blus, headpiece by Mokabone. Uh, she is Colombian by birth, so she's celebrating it by coming out as a bag of coffee. I think it's certainly a unique look and something refreshing. I think the burlap looks just like that. Um, Also, she is quite petite and it all felt very large on her, but it felt purposeful. Um, I think the hat and the hair was cute. Overall, it's a bold risk, and I appreciate that from an entrance look.
1: I loved it. I love that she went with like unconventional material. And sold it. I didn't mind I didn't mind like that it looked big, but it did. I forgot how so, how when she was lined up with everyone, I'm like, going,
0: oh, oh, you're a tiny, you're a tiny thing. It's in this tiny person. You're, you're, so, you're <laughs> like, you, to I, be fair. I can put you in my pocket. To be fair, she might not be tiny, she might be like right size. Everyone else is very tall, which I think <laughs> or is everyone's just nice. no, everyone's just
1: wearing like really tall heels to make themselves tall. Yeah.
0: Um, because I was looking at um um, my crush of the season, Susan's Instagram, and she didn't ask me anything today. And I think <laughs> she said that um, someone asked her how tall she is, and I think she said out of drag she's 5'6". Uh, so put that in perspective uh-huh. as we look at the rest of the queens. Because um, she said she's short. 5'6", it's like a teeny tiny person. I, I, mm-hmm. That's like my favorite height. Um, Mogabone, it's a toot for me.
1: Yeah, this is a toot, yes.
0: Audience really enjoyed it. 87% toot, 13% boot. The first two in will introduce themselves to each other and Edna will tell us she knows her fair share of bearded queens in Brussels too, in fact. (laughs) She's so I don't know if that was supposed to be a read or if that was like, maybe there's just not a lot of bearded drag in in Belgium.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Because Mocha is now the what? The... How many, I'm trying to think about counting off top of my head.
0: Nine, to, I think. Believe there's been eight or nine total bearded queens. I believe so. I don't. I already did the. first one. I can. only. think of like three
1: off the top of my head. So
0: okay, let's wait for okay. okay. Um, Madam Madness.
1: Madam Madness. Danny um, Beard.
0: Danny um, Beard. Danny Beard. Dash, Beard um, um, uh, hello, 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 babe. babe. Um, uh, 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 big bear, Lucretia La, La LaBamba. There's six already. This is number seven, so we're, 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 yeah. we're getting up there. We're getting up there, mom. I'm under all this, sweetie. Edna knows this bitch as she's from Leash 2. We have got the 23 year old Peach. She is a sexy blonde who loves partying and having fun. She is the generation Rue and watching the show is how she learned English. This look is by Peach uh denim is very cute um but this is like the bare minimum it's a straight flat flat blonde wig with a denim mini dress that is meant for skinny girls only if this is the only first impression you get i was like well she's a goner but yeah she just wants to shock and awe everyone later on um but again coming out of generation rue this makes sense for an entrance look from her
1: yeah because in a way yeah a lot of the girls who are under age it feels like that's kind of the looks we've been getting from the girls like for the last year or so um very much like showing off uh i will say a lot of these girls padding wasn't there and they were showing a lot of like natural skin where it's like they weren't like they weren't wearing like the sheer tights it was like here's my leg um I, yeah it's like this is like one of those things where it's like I, it's very simple. Um, it works, I think, for her. It wouldn't work on anyone else. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's like, it's like it's one of those, like, it also works if, if she went in expecting something to be dunked in water. Where it's like, this will, um, this will be fine.
0: Peach is, again, very, very pretty, pr- very pretty out of drag. Um, but we have not seen that many drag artists on Drag Race to have gauges in their ear. So I'm very curious how that's going to play into her drag. Um, because we obviously know our host, Rita Vega, is a big fan of Amped Accessories, friend of the podcast. Um, <laughs> so she loves her jewels. I'm very curious to see if she's going to incorporate that into her drag at all. Um, but this look, it was not for me. I'm going to give it a boot.
1: Yeah, I think I'll join you in the boot.
0: Audience, 43% toot, 57% boot. Very mixed here. Now, Mocha Bona and Peach will meet. And I think Mocha has a little crush on the little Peach. And she calls her magnificent. Now in this moment, Peach will tell them that she made her look through secondhand items and she will tell um, she will then shade Mocha in confessional that she loves using secondhand material as it's good for the planet. I mean listen, those burlap sacks did have a reason to exist before Mocha's entrance look, but it looked better. Yeah. Next queen. Okay, I see how it is. I'm shocked, but not disappointed. It's a Tina Sorgalikis from Brussels. She is 27 years old. And that's all we get here. That's all we're going to get here. Some of the other queens, we've got a little more monologue. We got a little more story. But we're, we're, that's it. We're jumping right into it. Um, this look is by Kogol at heart. Hair is by Atina. Nails by Alois. Um, she looks cunt. I love this purple. It's sporty. It's fashion. I feel like I know who Atina is through this look. She has an incredible body. I love that she brought the purple into the face. And those elf ear jewels are a moment. And I feel like it's right for her.
1: I also love like the ruching on the pant leg where it's just like it like where it looks like it just covers the entire uh shoe it's very much yeah it's, it feels very much like now like it feels like she's like I'm giving you like current fashion that is for future like forward thinking
0: yeah I'm here for it it's a two for me Yep toot toot. Audience, audience loved it. 91% toot, 9% boot. Ooh. Now Isatina is posing. Edna will turn to Mocha and tell her that's her drag daughter. Come on, family connection on Draggers Belgique. Um, they're going to greet like their old friends, but Edna will tell us that she is her opponent and she must eliminate her like the others. <laughs> Love a friendly competition.
1: Mm-hmm. She's like, I birthed um, you. I can kill you. <laughs>
0: And I think that's probably foreshadowing for things to come, because let's be honest, Drag Race loves sibling and family <laughs> member lip syncs.
1: Oh, yes. There, there's like, so. yep, we're going to have a few where it's like, oh, we were waiting for this drama to, to unfold.
0: Next up, West Flanders in the house. In case you couldn't read it on her body, it's Valenciaga, and she is 26 from Ghent. Uh, she loves fashion and drag, as it's her way of expressing what you see on runways. Her look is by Pierre Jerky de Saunay. Hair is by Remy Hart. Nails by Cedric Dual, Jewels by Catherine Van Dorn. Um, in the wise words of Mama Pau, the shoes. I when, am they,
1: sorry. when they, they like went crocs. down and showed the crock heels, I literally screamed, the shoes. When I saw them, a, I was like, girl. It
0: is a those are so fashion. well, Crocs
1: in general are ugly and I'm all they're even uglier as high heels. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: and the reminder Crocs pulled out of DragCon UK 2023 the day before because <laughs> they couldn't take the heat from the people complaining they were going to boycott them. So, fuck you Crocs, Ooh. um, also, why all the Queen's confessional saying I love it? I don't know, maybe it's a European thing. I'm, I'm lost here, but the rest of the look, I mean, she's clearly a branding queen, her name is all over her body, her nails too. I think it's a very busy pattern, but screams fashion. I think the peekaboo moment with the hairy chest on display is very unique balance of alt drag meets fashion. It's not my style of drag, but I appreciate the effort she put into this.
1: I yeah, I like that she went like more like it went with like more fashion. Like I am trying to give you Paris runway. Um, it was also maybe she doesn't remember her name, so that's why it's on her clothing. Um, it gave me it gave me very copper top, and we know how that worked out for her. Uh, yeah, I would say overall. I like the look until you get to her feet, her her, her feet, footwear.
0: Choices. Literally. Choices. Yes. To quote um, Tatiana, choices. I, I was very much going to give her a boot simply for the Crocs, When I was like, no, that's just really mean of me. I will give her a very soft toot. Mm-hmm. Audience 68% toot, 32% boot. Now, the girls will <laughs> clog the name nails. They're very impressed. Valenciaga's goal was for everyone to know her name when they look at her, and she achieved that for sure. So good job. All good, Drag Race Belgique? It's Brittany Von Botox. She is 36, originally from Mons. Her drag is fun and colorful, inspired by comics and pop culture. And I was like, I think a lot of people can relate to that. I think, like, Precious Henry could relate to that. And then we look at her look, and I'm like... <laughs> My eyes are burning. The look and headpiece are by Brittany. No one has ever dared bring a look like this to Drag Race. And for that, I think we do need to celebrate it just a little bit. It's camp. Yes. It's, is it polished? Actually, yes. Everything oh, has a rhyme or reason on the garment. The, color, the collar is lined with green frogs. The bottom of the dress has fringe using lanky arms and legs. The headpiece is a bunch of plastic balls. The platform boots, at least she's being comfortable because she knows how long you're going to be in this look. Exactly. Um, She really made a statement in her engines, and I think that's important. Are my eyes burned forever? Can I unsee it? No. But she did it. I think
1: there are elements of this if she changed things up. Like if she didn't do like the clown face and did actually like beauty makeup, and if it wasn't like those rainbow tights, I think even if she did bare leg with like black heels, it would have been like it would have like shown the rest, or even white heels to do like you have that color because I like the I made you a dress of stuffed animals. It's very Rachel Berry Glee season what two with, with the bad romance outfit uh, and the headpiece. I think we saw Keaton Mean try to do something similar on you know, Down Under my... uh, on Down Under for the for the design challenge. So I do think it's like conceptually, I like where she was going, but there are parts of it where I'm like, going, "Mm, I think if you had to tweak it, would have been better. Especially the thing is, when you look at her promo picture, it's like, that's not the queen you're expecting to walk in. No.
0: No. No, no, no. no. Mm -mm. Um, Would you wear this, though? I think I would wear the dress,
1: but nothing else. Not that that he- i would not do the headpiece. I have like a nice rainbow wig. I think that would work perfect with that dress. I would even probably do the rainbow uh, stockings, but I think I would do like like a like a pink pump or a yellow pump, something that was like color. And I think that would have been I like just, fine.
0: I just can't believe the amount of IP they got away with on that dress. Like there are Pokemon on there. There's like oh, it's on Care Bear too. I was like, I can't, Like, usually you can't really have IP unless you're paying for it. But mm-hmm. She's like, fuck that shit. Um, I'm going to give it a try. Maybe it was blurred in Belgium. <laughs> you can't see anything. <laughs> it is a toot for me. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a toot. The audience, 82% toot, 18% boot. Now the girls are questioning the look and if she will seal their plushies. As Edna says, who really is becoming our narrator of the season, she Mm -hmm. can throw her in the river and float with all the plastic she has on (laughs) and it wouldn't be a crime be gay, do crimes
1: I think because this is actually probably aside from Jimbo's entrance look, I think this is like the campiest entrance look we've had in a really long time. Bully
0: Now Brittany was hoping Mocha had cocaine in her bag but it was coffee. Is that just like a rude (laughs) Colombian stereotype we're going here for? I think so
1: They're they're all white, they're all racist
0: Listen, if we watch Drag Race France, the thing is... <laughs> <laughs> exactly poor Lolita. Now Brittany will share that she made the costume herself from recycled posh she found in the secondhand store. Um she says her style is imposing and badass. Imposing, yes, one thousand mm-hmm. percent. Right. Next up, drag queen, drag queen, drag queen, drag queen. She is twenty-four and she's from leash and her name is Drag Queen. And she says that her name comes from when she told her parents she was a drag queen and they said it with their liege accent. And I was like, I don't know what that <laughs> means, but cool. That's funny.
1: That's funny.
0: I'm still starting to like, I finally start to understand the different British dialects. It's taken me a very long mm-hmm. time. Like we're about five seasons into that one. And like, <clears throat> still can't tell you who's who
1: um no exactly one, well you it? yeah because you have manchester you have leeds you have this you have that it's like yeah it's all like some are just like it's yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: Draghorn's look by judas sime nails by Viva mail or nail art this is fashion and also in, incredibly unsuitable. i think she's got the edgy vibe which is cool to see she would fit right in in brooklyn uh, she has signature laugh lines she paints on her face it's like kind of joker realness and i'm kind mm-hmm. of getting like horror villainess from this look
1: i i loved it when she walked in i was like oh yes I, you know i love me a dark bitch um mm-hmm. especially i'm like looking in it's like i'm looking at her uh, promo look too am like going like okay i could see that he, her promo look was giving you like that edgy very edginess and i think i like that she, yeah. she's still carrying it here uh, I'm like, I'm a fan. Like, I was very much a fan of hers throughout the entire episode.
0: Yes. Uh, this look is a toot. Toot. Toot, toot. Audience 81% toot, 19% boot. Now, Edna will tell us she's worked with her before. She is great on stage. She improvises, she acts, she dances, and she's got style. She is shaking in her boots. But loves what Dragcoin does as she is trash, punk, and all at the same time glamorous. And she will be offered the opportunity to sit but she's like, yeah, not going to happen. She's got nails in her butt. No. Oh, Peach that's, will ask that's, her that's, if she that made is, her outfit.
1: Mm-hmm. I was all, that's, that's commitment.
0: It is. Now, Peach will ask her if she made her outfit. Dragcoin says no, but she can tell that Peach made hers. What a bitch. <laughs> she lived there. I love it. Hey kids, Auntie Susan is here. It's Susan from Grinder, but also from Gens. She is twenty-six years old and Mike Crush for the season. She's I fucking dramatic. love I her. her. She is your aunt that is stuck in the eighties and sixties with a few modern touches. Her look is by Ethyl. I love the purple. It is such a strong, dry color. The material carries all the way from heel covers to the cat suit to the skirt to the sleeves. It's simple yet quite elevated. Now, if you're thinking that this is Joey J with the hair, yes, that is her boy hair, it is part of her drag aesthetic to occasionally go without wigs. Um, she's just she's so pretty, she's so cute. I love her.
1: I, when I saw the promo and saw her, I saw that I was like, I saw her promo, looking like, I'm all, who is that? And then when I found out her name was just Susan, I was like, here, I'm here. You're my you're a girl. I want you to well, win. She, I never, she's,
0: I love it. She's Susan simply for the show because, like Britta Filter at Jan Sports, she can't use her, Oh, she can't 30, use her full name, which is Susan from Grinder. Oh, that makes it even better. Oh, I love her. He was inspired by Karen from Finance. She was so mm-hmm. Grinder. And I love it. I'm obsessed Also, too, um,
1: the look does remind me of Jade Essence Hall. So she does kind of look was, like the love child of Jade Essence Hall and Joey J.
0: Listen, that's not an OnlyFans video I would not watch.
1: Oh, I would watch it.
0: I would definitely um, be intrigued. Mm-hmm. This look is a toot.
1: Oh, it's an absolute toot for me. I love, I just love Susan.
0: Audience, 77% to 23% boop. Now she says she sees some familiar faces, but I can't tell who she knows as she is a campy bitch and jokes with all of them. But now, Valenciaga knows her from Ghent and will read her that she has seen this look before and is only wearing it to be comfortable. Um, I smell a plot line brewing. Ooh, you know what? Some Some
1: queens don't want to spend Thousands of dollars on new shit when they're like, I have plenty of good shit that I can wear, especially because no one on TV has seen it.
0: And you want to ready? Are you ready for another plot line? Edna will tell yes. us she is nothing like hers. She is Flemish and doesn't wear a wig. Well, Edna is all about elegance and charm. All right, so I think mm-hmm. we a Battle of the Styles. I'm here for it. Exactly. You. Hundreds of queens, but there is only one Empress. It's Mademoiselle Book. Buc- she runs a cabaret bar in Brussels, so she is, in fact, the Empress. Now Ed will tell us that it really is a family affair, as that it is her sister. I do want to mention something in and out of drag. Those piercings in the cheek, they are real. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. Oh,
1: I like them. I, I like I like the, I don't mind the cheek ones. The, the piercing that bothers me, I don't like the, the, the septum one that's in the nose, that big one. That bothers me. But I don't mind, like, I loved in my lip ring when I had one. I had a lip in, in college. I don't think I mind the cheek piercings because it's just the flesh. I don't know. I don't mind the cheek piercings. It's a septum one. I just don't find that attractive at all. I think if they were, if they were like...
0: It's interesting because it does give her a very distinct look. No matter what she's going to do, you're going to see this. Well, because um, even like in her confessional
1: picture, her. in the confessional picture, I'm looking at like I can like they look like really deep dimples, like right, from far away. far. why it kind
0: of works for her aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of like impressed, but I'm also like I still don't want to know the mechanics of how that went. Pass. <laughs> yes. um, is by Class Monique. Shoes by Naked Wolf. I think this is so bland. For her to call herself the Empress and walk in like this is a joke. I do like orange think, and purple as a color story, but that tiny crown is a curse. I can firmly say she will not win this. Season. <laughs> I expect more.
1: I, I think the I think the idea I like the idea of it, but I think it's like I said, a lot of these queens are not doing like they don't. I think it's like you know they don't. Or they're not doing body, so it does look like if she had like, you know, if if she had some hips going out and like the waist like to kind of give her some shape in the middle, I think that might've helped it. But yeah, there's a lot going on here that like, it's a cute look, but I think it would look better on someone who likes to shape themselves.
0: Fair, that's fair. Um, I boot.
2: Yeah, I think I'll boot it too.
0: Audience not not loving this one, 29%, 71% boot. Now the queen says she is a legend and everyone everyone knows Boop. And Boop will read Brittany's makeup as she thinks she did it in 15 minutes. And she's probably not wrong.
1: Oh, that face, that's a 10 minute face, yeah.
0: That's quick drag. That's That's quick drag. drag. (laughs)
1: She literally was like, I'm just showing you what what my trick drag will look like so you guys can see it now.
0: Unfortunately, she will not get to do that.
1: Exactly. (laughs)
0: All right, finally, she's here, she's queer, and she's ready for her beer. It's Amanda Pierce. I'm um, surprised
1: that they didn't do Amanda and then Mademoiselle because the Mademoiselle is, like, such a bigger name that sometimes, you know, like, they like to put, like, that last queen to be like, oh, shit, she's here. Instead, you're like, hi, Amanda, that no one knows.
0: <laughs> and that's why you kind of live for it because the you cue the collective who is she from the girls. Exactly.
1: Like, what?
0: Uh she is 20 years old I'm from Moscone. Uh, she is a fashion queen and inspired by fashion. With that, let's look. Um look by Loan Cornell Jules by Rosie boot uh, b- b- boot. Um like, girl, you say you're inspired by fashion, but obviously it's in. It's a huge sweater with silver pants and a flat wig. What about this reads fashion? It's lazy. I am very worried about her, but I can also tell there is a storyline here that the show wants to force feed. I just hope we don't lose any strong contenders just to keep her around
1: if she doesn't go next week, I'll be pissed. Um, But yeah, this entire look, I was like, I didn't know what you were going for. She's like, it's fashion. I'm like, no, it's not. I think if she would have no, come no. in, I think if she would just come in as like all silver with the, with that, with the, with the blonde hair, I'm like, okay, I could see that. Or, or I just don't know the sweater it. with nothing. Or just like an
0: oversized sweater.
1: Or just an oversized sweater. I would have been like, oh, that's cute. Okay. Well, let's see what you got on, Amanda Tears. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The styling here is an absolute boot for me. Oh, the worst of the worst.
1: Or is she trying to give you that willow pillness of like, I'm going to come in looking like trash and then I'm going to show you all I'm good? But I don't think so. That's
0: intentional. I think mm-hmm. that was the problem with her is wasn't intentional it wasn't like, into, exactly
1: exactly yeah, it's boot. oh it's a mm-hmm, it's a boot boot
0: audience 23% to 77% boot she is the season's baby but she is a legal age and she can drink legally in the usa so, come on, visit us. <laughs> well here are the girls it's the cast of drag race belgique season one and i was like okay for the first impressions i'm not too mad i'm 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 here for this we're, we're starting out good
1: yeah, it's a good crop, and you already have established um, relationships in with mother daughter, family sisters. Um, you're not getting there, so there might be as we as the episodes progress, you might, so you we might get some of that like drama, like personal drama seep in, like like that happened in the Philippines. Um, but yeah, it's like it's a good crop, and I, and after seeing their talent show, you're like, oh, I want to see what these girls can do in the upcoming challenges.
0: Absolutely. Now the alarm blares, and it's time for a video message from Rita Vega. Remember when we used to do those in the United States on the U.S. seasons? Did they get cut
1: because of the time of the shortage, or has it? Because yes, I don't recall. Yeah. Oh, they got half.
0: I also, time. They, they I
1: also miss the deliberations after, like when the girls are in untucked, and you have them talking about them. I miss Literally, because if you, if you
0: go off the because of Because we song, have like, not gotten a pre
1: by girls all season.
0: How is we supposed to make her money from the song?
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll be getting those 90-minute episodes when there's only five queens, that we'll really get to know those five queens.
0: I have to say, the video screens they chose uh, to show these videos, they're vertical, and it makes Rue's message look like they're a TikTok.
1: Well, it they're was trying to. Like, I think it's intentional. They're trying to get that youth market.
0: Or they can easily just throw it on this TikTok and I'll have to adjust the size.
1: Exactly. There we go.
0: Now, Rita arrives out of Dragon. Well, she is no Nikki doll. She is no mama pal, but she is trying. Uh, the suit is a very shiny line, mm-hmm. a bit oversized. Yeah, it did look big on her. It looked like they were like,
1: hi, wear this, even though it doesn't fit.
0: Yeah, um, she welcomes them to the show and reminds them they will win a scepter, a crown, and twenty thousand euros. They're Woo! excited because at least they can win some money in this exactly race drag race. What would you buy with twenty thousand euros? Shoes? No,
1: I'd, I'd buy I'd buy a house so I wouldn't be so I can actually live somewhere else.
0: <laughs> I would buy a twink. No, nope, can't do that. Damn it.
1: For first well, I I wouldn't be able, we wouldn't buy them. You would hire a, a twink for a while.
0: I would hire a boyfriend who would finally love me.
1: <laughs> Same.
0: <laughs> for the first Maxi Challenge, it's time for a talent show. Now, Precious, I need to know, what would you do for your talent show? You know,
1: I was talking about this because we've been going back and forth. I've been talking to friends about the current season. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, all these girls are doing. I'm like, I'd rather do an original song um because i have lyrics in my head of what i want to do and i think i finally got merch ideas because of it um but i think i i think i would come down to because all these girls are doing these high energy like dance songs and shit i would just go there sit in the stool and give you a motherfucking ballad i'd just be like this i'm all the face I'm all the face is what I'm all, it, it, especially if you do a song that's older, that you know Rue and Michelle are gonna be like, oh, I used to cry to this. And you're like, they'll, they'll be like, they love their old shit. And being the fact that, you know, I'm, I'd be half the eight, I'd be older than half the cast, you know, they all could be my children um i think it'd be like it would be the risk i would get it I, I either mean i'd be in the bottom three up for elimination because it was like he gave us ballot, or i'd be top three because they'd be like that was a risk we weren't expecting see
0: there it is no, either way i'd be that. like
1: if i survive week one i'm okay to go home week two
0: <laughs> <laughs> as rita leaves the girls run to their bags to claim their stations they will start by showing off their items and well that was a moment. Some of the things we saw for their bags is like, put the back. Don't wear it, please. Um, now, Amanda Tears says that she came to Drag Race with six or seven bags and all of the American queens are like, are you fucking serious? We only get five!
1: Ugh. And if they're local, they can put them all in like a U-Haul and just be like, hi, I'm really? dropping these off.
0: Now, as the queen started to unpack, it's time to de-drag, and there was a lot of dick and ass, and as Drag Queen says, it stank of hard work.
2: Sure. <laughs> I love her.
0: Now, Brittany is going to play a game. It's called Guess My Hair. We had got a vote for bald. We got to vote for blonde. We got to vote for Curly, but the winner is blonde. You're mm-hmm. all like, oh, I thought you were gonna be like an old bald bitch. No, 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 no. That's uh drag Quinn. Once I'm literally drag,
1: counting how many blonde bitches there are. I think there's well, actually you only have to three. also
0: realize that oh, there's one four of them, four of them are blonde. blonde. Susan's a fake blonde.
1: Oh, so yeah, b- 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 she's a bottle blonde. She's, she's a bottle, a bottle blonde, blonde girl.
0: Now, once they're out of drag, Edna is ready for her comfy slippers. I gotta say that I'm not a slippers person. I just hate shoes and socks and any on my feet. I don't like them. Are you a slippers person at home?
1: I, I'll wear flip flops um, around my house. Um, because that's yeah, because I don't have slippers. I think I would be a slippers person, especially if I was doing drag as much. Because by the end of the night, your feet are just killing you. So if you put on the little like comfy little soft slippers to be like, oh, I can walk, I can walk around the bar in these and be like, ooh, I'm comfortable. I would be, I'd be a slippers, I'd be a slippers person.
0: I do have a pair of UGG slippers, but I would not wear them out into a bar because I don't want anything of that shit on my the sole of my slipper
1: no they would be house slippers like i would do house slippers because i think we used to i remember we i remember we used to buy them for like my grandfather when he was in the convalescent home and i would like wear them around the house and be like oh they're very warm and comfortable but i don't think i'd ever like and it's, but he'd be like they're for grandpa you know um but yeah i think i think i'm i wasn't one of the type that like i buy my own i'm like it, i'm very much like i it's i'm by myself in my apartment i i, I know I know, what, I know what i'm walking out of the floor.
0: We're going to go on a little bit of a journey right now in a bit of a departure from the main show. We're going to get an early edition of Mirror Talk. Edna will ask Peach and Amanda when they first started drag. Peach will share that she would always disguise herself but officially started drag when she was 18. She did a competition in a cafe, came in second, and we love runner-ups. Second place means you're still good but not the best. hmm For Atina, she always loved cross-dressing, taking her mom's clothes and sometimes her dad's for some androgyny. She did this all in secret as it wasn't allowed, but she felt free in those moments. She shares that she got her start in a bar in Brussels and began living her best life. Valenciaga says that drag helped her find her gender identity as she doesn't see a difference between Valenciaga and Nick. It's just an extension of herself. Now, Atina will share that before starting drag, she pondered if she was actually trans, but soon realized she can do both just being herself drag allowed her to be this other person when she wanted not all the time and for susan susan is a character and it is totally separate when it comes to gender out of drag it's he susan is she and they do not mix and then susan's going to say what we're all saying it's a little cold in this room the atmosphere is a bit tense uh, and like us we're just curious to see how it's going to unfold were you guys like surprised that this conversation happened in this moment like Literally, get on the drag. We're on drag race. Trauma. Well, I think it's because the
1: there wasn't a hi. We're gonna get you. We're gonna give you something to do, and then now you're gonna get ready for the for the runway. Uh, this is more like hi. This is all your first day. You're getting your stuff. You're all getting ready because you're gonna be on the main stage, shipper or form. So I think it's like. If they didn't do it now, we weren't going to get it. We wouldn't have to. We, admit, we wouldn't happen until like episode two. So I think it was the producers' way of being like, um, "If you want more screen time, bring this up. Start talking about these things."
0: See, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that because we are going to get some mirror talk time where they're going to talk about makeup. Switch the two,
2: mm-hmm. like
0: flip flop. I don't, I don't know. Um, it just felt very heavy for like the first edition of mirror talk.
1: But it also could be that it's uh, because it's the first episode of of a new season that they're trying to be like, hi, we want to we want to show the world that you're all that you're all real people like, you know, that you have all struggled. You know, it could be it could be that angle instead of it's like with the U.S. We're like, it's been going on for so long. That's like, oh, we expect like that to happen at this point in the show.
0: Now, I will say this discussion of gender and drag was actually really interesting because i don't think we've bluntly heard contestants discuss no there is a difference i am this person in dragon as a character i am not a she out of drag they are separate now it's a little more fluid in the conversation if i do it to express myself blah 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 blah, and i think that's kind of interesting i'm not saying good or bad or anything it's just a I think, conversation from a I think a early location. drag
1: race I think in the early seasons you did get a few of the girls being like oh I, the character I am on stage is very different from the boy that I am uh, on my everyday life so I think you got those type of conversations that there was like yeah it's like I'm I allow myself to be this crazy person on stage because I'm very like shy and reserved when I'm not in drag Um, So I think we had those type of conversations in the past, but I think uh, as time has gone on, it's gone on to be a lot more drag is let me be uh, expressed like uh, my non, like to be non-binary gender fluidity uh, and a way to, come towards and realize that i'm that i'm that i'm their trans journey or for some it was like oh i thought I was trans but by doing drag i realized it's no i don't want to be a woman all the time i like that i can be both and you know and live and live my life that way
0: yeah well, that's kind of why i love these international seasons because we're getting a different perspective on these conversations mm-hmm. because Yes, we have our Americanized viewpoints on certain conversations. They have their viewpoints as well. So maybe for them watching the American version, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe they're saying this. And that's the beauty of the queer experience. No one is going to have the same kind of journey. We all have similar, but it's going to be different.
1: Exactly. It's that we can all walk up the same path, but we'll have different stumbling roadblocks.
0: We're going to jump straight forward as it's elimination day, or is it just later in that day? I don't know. I wasn't there, but I'm thinking it was just later that day. Um, this the this stress, was a one-day shoot. <laughs> yeah. The stress is real. The competition is happening. And Edna, I'm just going to say it now. I put it on my Facebook or my on my Instagram. Edna looks like Mika. That's the statement. She looks like Mika.
1: Like, I can see it. Like, I saw your post, and I was like, hmm, okay. Edna doesn't I can see, see it. That.
0: I can can see it, but I will, I will say, I was like, you've been voted the trade of the season from the listeners. And also Mika (sighs) is very handsome. So it's a compliment. Oh,
1: Mika's so handsome. Oh, and that voice. When is Mika
0: going to guest judge? Like literally can speak French. So it can be on France or Belgium. Mm -hmm. Um, An icon in the UK, Italy is, he hosts um, or he's a panelist on the voice Italy I believe like put him somewhere please. Oh,
1: I would love like, to see him me on the show. Fucking
0: Mika lip sync. Do you imagine? Oh my god, I would live.
1: Oh, I'm just trying to imagine which one would they do.
0: Um Grace Kelly? I okay. think Grace okay. Kelly. Oh, Lollipop,
1: Ooh, um, Lollipop would be fine. On
0: and on and on.
1: Oh, that if first album has so many it, good ones. Yeah. Or
0: if you want a French speaking one, Medite there are uh-huh. so many options out there all right uh the girls are stressing out um uh, they're comforting each other but they're like yeah we knew this is coming but this is a lot harder <laughs> than it seems to be um now one of them will leave they don't want to be that person Oop, no want want nope. to stay the girls will try to ease attention and discuss their least favorite part of the makeup process which is allegedly when they look like voldemort
1: That is the scary part. When you have all that powder on, you're like, where is this going? We don't know.
0: (laughs) Some will say their lips, others will say brows. What about you, Precious? What's your least favorite part about the makeup process?
2: Putting
1: on the makeup? Um, No. It It does. I have it. Has that done that I just put in there? No, I think it's like, if I'm very much like if I prep the night before and know what I like, what colors I'm using, it makes it go by a lot quicker. But I think it's always like I don't really do exaggerate brows. So it's just like trying to get a brow right. And then tr- I think my biggest struggle is trying to make the the right side of my face that came out good match the left side of my face because it's because it's like. I can't. And that's, that's the biggest issue, is trying to make sure that you have a sister and not a distant cousin on the other side of your
0: face. We're going to learn that Mademoiselle Boop's boyfriend likes watching her put makeup on. Cute or fetish?
1: I think it's, it's cute because, like she said, that he likes to see the change, like especially the the drag, you know, you have the two type of drag queens, the ones whose boy face completely gets erased and you have a new face on it. And then you have the ones who are like, hi, you just put makeup on the same face and then no matter in or out of drag, you look the same. Um, and I think that's the thing where he's like, you are just so different in drag, that I just like to see how you shape shift to it. That's fair. Now, -hmm. Amanda
0: Tears will try to get into the conversation, but you can tell that she's very timid and also 21 years old and a baby in the world of drag compared to these artists here. She started makeup when she was 18, and Peach will ask her why so late, and to me, I was like, that's a wild statement. What do you mean, why so late? You both are under 25. Like, again, I'm much older than them, and I come from a time where drag was not mainstream, and the aspirations for those to do drag were, like, very few and far between, so, like, 18 would have been being young, like, 25, 26, that's that would have been young in my day. I guess it's because
1: they've grown up watching Drag Race, where so many kids yeah. have been like, I'm gonna start playing with makeup early. Like they yeah. where it's like for our generation, like we we had like Chu Wong Fu and Priscilla. And it was still like, well, do I wanna do this? Do I wanna play with makeup? I remember when I used to paint my nails in high school, and it was like, Oh, you're painting your nails? It's like yeah, I'm painting them black. Okay, I'm going to take them off now because it's weirding people out, apparently. Where, yeah, so I can see that, like, you know, she, obviously she probably grew up where it was, like, not, like, in an environment that was probably, like, encouraging her to be creative. So she probably was like, oh, I can't do anything till I'm out of the house. And in college where I can, we're buying the makeup and having it in my dorm room and playing with it. Is a completely different, you know, animal.
0: Amanda says at first she didn't think it was for her, but when she was a kid in school, she had problems with being and being too feminine. She didn't want to give other any other reason or opportunities to mock her. She waited until she found herself in a more artistic place where she felt comfortable to do so. Now Drag Queen says with makeup she doesn't have a single look. A um, she likes to experiment and changes bits when she transforms herself. And like Edna, Susan shares that drag is about performance and makeup is a means to do drag. And I, I, and I think this is more so why I keep relating with Susan because I understand her perspective. And as someone yeah. who is not a drag artist, that I can understand.
1: No, I, yeah, I see her perspective as well, where it's very much being like, you. it's like, it's one of the things where you need X, Y, and Z to say you're a drag queen. So it's like, if you you need at least some makeup on your face to qualify the a drag queen is kind of statement. Like, it's not a matter of like, if you're padded, how long your nails are, if you wear press-ons or whatnot. Um, it's like, or even it's like, you know, which like Susan doesn't do the wigs all the time, but you're like this, there are certain things where it's like, well, I have to do this. Otherwise I can't be classified as a queen kind of thing.
0: For Mocha, though, she sticks to the same things in makeup, but also in drag, she says you should not see dick. Cut to Susan saying she loves seeing dick. And this is when <laughs> things get me in the workroom. Um,
1: they they've only been Atina away from their say, family for five hours and they're like, yes, give <laughs> me the dick.
0: Atina thinks that she has a feminine dick and calls it her beauty, Mabella. <laughs> um, there's that. Let's go to the main stage. I, I love it. <laughs> all right, running to the runway, and this stage is very reminiscent of all the previous franchises, with the exception, it's got more of a triangular feel to it. It's like mountains. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it. Kind of different.
1: Yeah, I, I like I like how they designed it. It looks really fun.
0: Yeah. Rita Vega looks divine in teal, sporting those amped accessories. We love amped so <laughs> much so that they made my glam award bling. Um,
2: if you haven't seen it?
0: Go look at my Instagram. They turned me out with a claw for my hand and a stunning statement necklace piece. Um, oh my god, it was so fun to just glow. People <sighs> saw it as like a beacon. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: They're like, where's Michael? See that glow over there?
0: That's her. there he is. Literally. On our panel of judges this week, we have Luffy and Musti. Um, our guest judges are a comedian and podcaster who takes a twisted pleasure in mocking all the annoying moments that we'd rather forget. It's the queen of cringe, Fanny Rouette, and Rokia Bamba, who is a DJ. Are you familiar with either of their works? No. Same. Um, and uh, Which I feel will be most of this season. <laughs> i'll be like who There's Who? It's probably definitely gonna be this one week you'll know someone oh i know yes i
1: i know i've heard i heard i heard they would be on
0: um but i'm gonna just say it moosey moosey is someone who has probably never done drag but does drag as a performer that the the, the, that, the shoulder piece is like i've seen it on drag wings i think he yeah i think he has an
1: appreciation for it, but he's like, oh, I can never do it myself.
0: Um, because like he has that kind of face that you know it's not going to be the most beautiful face. I'm not 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 being a read. I think he's very attractive and yeah. very cute, but he doesn't have the face that works for a drag.
1: Yes, uh, yeah, there are some where it's like you look rough and you look rough.
0: Yeah, there's a lot you're of like, well, you're a handsome man when you shape.
1: take it off. Yeah.
0: All right, let's dive into our talent show. And I'm going to say this came very close to Drag Race and 2s. Not as good, but up there. Mm-hmm. It was, it was fresh, up there, yeah. A breath of fresh air. Here's what we're going to do. Are you ready? We're going to play a little fun game. All we're right. going to score each contestant from one to 10. We're going to give them a score. and see right. Who would have won? I think the answer is obvious. But I want to see where we, we fall with these scores. Mm. First up is Mokobone, who will be dancing on point ballet. The song she had, I think, was a great way to kick off the show. It was, um, it had a great pulse, great rhythm, and it reminds us of her name very much. Um, a fun song. Um, was she, her dancing strong? Well, to my untrained eye, I was very impressed. I think the look was a bit basic, but the dancing was on point.
1: Until she stumbled.
0: Did she though? Was it part of the routine?
1: <laughs> I don't know. They ma- they put it in slow mo, so you know. I have to assume she stumbled.
0: Or do they just need a reason to have her in the bottom? That too. There it
1: is. You, you know um, how the producers work. They also do the, these talents like two times. So, of course, it's like, oh, you stumbled on that one. That's the tape we're using.
0: Literally. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to give her a seven. I would say six. All right. Next, we have Athena Sorkalikis. Um, she's doing a comedy routine called Bad Date. Let's just say, if Jinx Monsoon is sharing your talent show routine on her Instagram, you know it's an A+. I did not expect this from her. It proves you can be irreverent and still make people laugh. It had shades of Willow and Marsha, 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 from the trip to the fire trick to the wig reveal. It was all storytelling and theatrical in all the right ways. I thought this was so smart.
1: The first time watching it, I was like, I was like, okay, okay, okay. But when they were doing the deliberations and they were the references back, I was like, oh, I don't know why I didn't see it the first time through. I'm like, this is actually really brilliant.
0: This should be discussed more. Like it was so stupid and so good.
1: And it's like, I love when drag is stupid. It's like,
0: oh, it's a I'm giving her a 9.5.
1: I would say a nine,
0: yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right, next up is Edna Sorgelsen is doing a space song about a man named Dirk Fremont. <laughs> Dirk Fremont is a Belgian astrophysicist and was the first Belgian in space. And the more you know uh um, exactly. teaching us all about Belgium, I think it was very mystical and weird and camp and strange. And I know who Edna is now, and I think the like this with a canby projection screen and a laser light show, this would be exceptional, but with the limitations of drag race, she did what she could.
1: Yeah, I think it's like if this was like one of those, like, like a nightgowns performance, I think it would be like, Oh yes. my god, this is amazing. But because of where it yes. is in the stage, you're like, Okay, I can see like I could see where this where you could take this.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what's so quirky about it, is like you seeing a potential with nothing. Th- that's strong artistry
2: mm-hmm.
0: 7.5 because you didn't have the full artistry that you could have had there i think and i'd it- go with seven all right keach will do a sword dance and i will say i was so excited for this in concept she looked hot as fuck the music was sexy and then all she did was balance the fucking sword on her head i needed more like where was the danger with a fucking plastic sword
1: I, I was like, I thought she was going to like start dancing and be like, look I can do two things at once or at least yes. walk the runway fiercely. Like, like, you know, like what you to like for posture, balancing books in your head and, and walking. So don't let the books fall. I thought it was going to be something like that. But then it was just kind of like she and it was just like she was like, here's the sword. Here's the sword. Here's the sword. Now it's on my head. And I'm gonna, and I'm like, I'm only gonna like bounce, I'm only gonna like move myself very slowly up and down. Yeah, it was, I wanted so much more from it.
0: It's a five for me. I would go with four. Okie dokie. Valenciaga will perform a musical comedy act with a kazoo. And by perform, it's a kazoo up her butt. I'm sold. <laughs> uh, this is not what I, I expected from her. The whole no, microphone, No, not at all. And then. And then the fact that it, the song was the Backstreet Boys "I Want It That Way," that's so funny.
1: And then I don't know why, but she had that stuffed giraffe with
0: her for some reason. It was so. It funny. Was like, it was like here so we go. Stupid.
1: This I think at first what? it might have been like, "Oh, she's if, if gonna do something like the Twilio's thing with the stuffed animal," but then when she stuck the kazoo up her butt and was just like, "I'm going to give you performance art," I was like, going, "Okay, girl. Okay, 3.5. you got me." Yeah, I'd say I'd say the same.
0: 8.5. Okie okay, dokie, Next we have Susan. We'll do a rhythmic gymnastic routine. This can't be in studio. What sets her apart is her ability to captivate. Was this groundbreaking? Not a chance. But she's nope. giving you a show. And I think the look suited the performance, and this being the second non-wig moment was a choice for her. That being said, The Broken Glass was a great finale for this bit. I, I, I was captivated. Not the strongest, not the weakest. Right in the middle. Um, I'll give her an 8.
1: Yeah, it had that very much like 80s jazzercise quality to it. Like, yes. here's my at-home tape, and I'm on, like, I'm going to go the extreme. Yeah, I would say I would, I would give her an 8 as well.
0: Drekhon will do a live singing moment, and I feel like this is quintessential if you go to a cabaret in Brussels. It was a bit yeah. alternative, a bit moody, but hey, that's what Europeans are—moody and alternative. Uh, this look she had on with those shoulders, I don't get it, but it's a fashion moment. If she was like, as pitchy, it would have been re- much better.
1: It was. It was the look was giving me like a David Bowie, Man from Mars, but yeah. like kind of, but also like meets. Um, David Byrne because he has like one of those uh, looks where he's like kind of like an oversized suit from yes. it's like an 80s like, it, it, it feels like it was a merger of those two and something about the fact that her head just looked like she could shrink into it it was like yeah. concept for me I was. I didn't even care that it was pitchy. I wasn't noticing the pitch until the queens were like, "Well, if it was pitchy, it'd be. It sounds so much better." Um, this was a ten for me. I was tens, tens, tens about wow. to
0: Oh, wow, that's bold. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I literally was nice. like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: "Oh, Brittany." I gotta say, we have we've learned on this show: stand up is not successful in a talent show. Uh, First up, her look was a comedy act, like it was Flintstone's realness. I know the editing could have made it worse than it actually was, but I just didn't see, find it funny in any language. I had high hopes for her.
1: Yeah, it was one of those things where at first I'm like going, is it just because it's the like lost in translation? You know, sometimes the way the wording is like how when you translate something, sometimes you can get translated literally where it's like, oh, it actually like kind of, it means that, but I think if you said it this way, be funnier. Yeah, it was like everything she was saying was kind of like, "Oh, I think it would be funnier if you," but you're building up a punchline too much, or you didn't quite. That was not a strong punchline. So I got what their critiques of to her were. I'm going, yeah, I can see all of this. Um, I would give this a two because I did like her look.
0: Me too. Um, yeah, only two for her. Amanda Tears will do an attempt at something: striptease, singing, comedy. I don't know. Um, like, what was that face thing she was wearing? Like, she actually commissioned someone to make that for her. Um, but this is an example of someone being told that their drag is the shit, and when you put it in front of an actual audience, it does not translate. The whole mascara bit was supposed to be funny, I think. Maybe not. I was just as confused as everybody else.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure, because I thought the mascara was supposed to make her t- cry, so it was supposed to be the tears. Like, I liked the outfit. Now, I'm thinking if she would have walked in with that outfit, I would have been like... She's that should have been her entrance outfit right there. Um, it was some, I liked that she chose to do an original song and it was like, you know, halfway through to realize it's like, oh, it's about, it's she wrote the song. It's not like, you know, I won't know half the music that's going to be on the show, except for I knew the Ellipse through your Life song. So I was very happy about that. Um, but yeah, it felt like it was like she had a lot of ideas. And, it, and like like, yeah, like you said, it's a lot of people have told her she's so good, and now that she's on a bigger platform, she's realized it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fish in a small pond, and now that I'm in a lake, I'm going to get devoured.
0: I will give her a three.
1: Uh, I'm going to give her a two.
0: And finally, Mademoiselle Boop, the owner of a cabaret, did a comedy act, and I'm sure she'd done this one before. I think she looked radiant, and then when we got to her cutting an onion, it was very reminiscent of Irene's iced water act. Um but this was a lot more streamlined. I was mm-hmm. captivated, but I think I needed something grander. I needed a bigger moment the
1: yeah. Yeah, I liked I thought it was very funny. I was I was I was in with her from the get-go, but yeah, I think it was like I think I yeah, I think I, think I wanted something just a little bit more, but I wasn't mad at what what she gave me.
0: I'll give her a 5.
1: Oh, I was giving her higher. I was going to give her an 8 i had more fun with That's it
0: funny. all right let's do the runway. Um, lane right. it's kind of, uh, kind of kind of obviously one here um, <laughs> um mm-hmm. category is belgian colors black red and yellow and in honor of the runway, we're going to play belgian color or belgian blunder
1: okay color or blunder? okay
0: each. No designers listed. I will say that I was so excited that this was the first one of the runway. I think this really set the tone and the homage it paid to the colors of the Belgian flag. She looked like an editorial Belgian flag. I love, love the mini dress she had on um, with this, this beautiful velvet yellow flank by the capelet in black and red. I think a bit more structured hair would have been perfect for this, but again, it works very editorial. Um, I would have gone with a black necklace, remove the brace cuffs, and swap the gloves to the other hand so they stood out more against the colors. But I really like this. I I was impressed.
1: I know when she came out at first, I was like, oh. When they said peach, I was like, oh, peach, really? Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, okay, yes. I, I like what she did with it, and I was also enjoying the the pieces of the side that give it that like volumetric, like a, a voluminous uh, silhouette. It was like I thought. I thought she did a really good job of saying this, keeping to the tone of this is what which is what I'm giving you. It's straightforward and like checks all the boxes.
0: Belgian color for me.
1: It's a color for me.
0: I I don't know how to justify the answer from the audience. Fifty five percent Belgian color, forty five percent Belgian blunder. Oh. What am I not seeing here? But okay, someone told me. What were they not seeing is the correct, <laughs> is the is the question. All right, Mademoiselle Boop. Look by Kojala Hart. Bust and bouquet by Overputz Dummion. I think it is unfair that someone later on will get red for not matching the colors of the flag. And here, Mademoiselle Boop gets a free pass. Is the is look far superior? 100%. That being said, I love this mysterious goddess we have going on here. She brings the red through burgundy to dress. She brings the yellow through the gold pieces on her torso. The black is the hair. So the colors are there, just a bit distorted. She looks very well polished, put together. I wish she just hit the brief a bit more because you could have done this in the right colors.
1: Yeah, I think if it had been in the right colors, I think it would have been like, oh, I honestly think this is like one of those like you're they're gonna you're you're safe no matter what kind of kind of looks. Um, I still enjoyed it for what it was, even though it was like off brief. Like it's like I'm giving you the colors, but I'm not giving you the colors. So I still enjoyed it for what for uh, for what it was.
0: I will give her a Belgian blender because I wanted the actual colors.
1: Okay, well, I'll give her. A, I'll give her the color because I only. I'm only a stickler for the for the brief when I want to be.
0: Audience: forty three percent Belgian color, fifty seven percent Belgian blunder. Next, we have Valenciaga look by Isabel Schultz, who is one of our designers from Drag Race Holland. I miss. missing Hair by Remy Hart. Um, I love that she does a deconstructed raincoat and made it fashion. The asymmetry of this is done so right having the yellow be the jacket, red be the dress, black be the boots, hit the brief spot on. This is the power of color blocking. She mm-hmm. has perspective. I appreciate that. I wish the dress was lined. Major points off for that, but overall this was a fantastic first runway. It
1: reminded me of what who was it, it was Burrs blonde when she did that kind of rain coaty Jember's yeah. when she did that raincoaty thing and I was like, "Oh, this is what she what Jambers wanted to do with a raincoat because this is like this is fashion." This is where she, where her fashion, this is where the fashion's really come into play. Like the entrance look of her with her name was like, like okay, this is cute now. But this is like, oh, if this is the type of runways we'll get from her, I'm
0: excited. Me too. It's a Belgian color for me. Color for me. Audience loves it. 95% Belgian color, 5% Belgian blunder. Jack Hone, look by Adam Halu. nails by Diva more Nail Art, shoes by Raphael lensin this was so cool. The colors are perfecto. Um, the wet hair effect worked for this look. I think, oh. sure, she could have served a nude illusion under this, but the simple fact that she chose black is still consistent with the look and fits the aesthetic. Keep an eye on her. She is going to keep bringing, being toward the top until she busts one out.
1: Oh, yeah, she's one of my front runners. Once the, as the entire episode went, I was like, I'm falling more and more in love with you. I'm like, I want you to take it all away. And this also reminds me of, like, Roxy Andrews, um, the, the candy dress that she made in season five. Warm. It's very much like, it's like, do that, but make it bondage fashion. That's like, that's, that's, like, that's what it is. This is an absolute color for me.
0: This is what Lux Noir London thought she was wearing in the promo shoot. <laughs> Rita says she loved it. This, this is forty. This is forty inches. <laughs> yeah, literally. Rita says she loved the talent show and says she gave off a real presence when she's on stage and says she's got something unique. She says to be a good drag queen, you must have your own signature and says mm. she thinks she's found it and has an advantage in the contest. Luffy says she imagined um a um, lot more ribbon and full transparency with nothing underneath. She says it's still pretty. I don't think I like Luffy. She's not my favorite. She's actually like bothering me. I don't agree with anything she said all episode, but that's fine.
1: Uh, I guess color. I haven't really I, I really like taking a lot of the judges. I'm like mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: that's a belgian color for me.
0: Yep, Absolute belgian color. Audience: ninety percent belgian color, ten percent belgian blunder. Mokabone, look by Mokabone, hair by Andrew DeBruce. Uh, So this is a full on drag moment. She served you a simple black walk around look and bam, it revealed into a simple sequin walk around look. I think Mocha is a dancer and her focus will be on dance looks that is not going to be enough in a competition like this where the cast is some fierce fucking looks. The hair is cute with the braids of black, black yellow and red. It's just that this look does not reinvent the wheel and expose courts. it just makes me sad. I love the glitter beard and I want good things from her, but I, 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 this was not far enough.
1: Yeah, I like what she was trying to do because when the, the, like the kind of like the glitter shimmery inside the dress when she has it up in the photo that they use for the, uh, for the, for the main feed is, I love the, like the inside of it. But yeah, I feel like it's like if the dress, if that would have been the whole dress, I think I would have loved it a lot more.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly says he loved her talent show and her runway and found it interesting how it evolves. He says, once it starts sparkling, how could you not love it? He says, she really nailed him. Rokia says that she is like a cocoon turning into a wondrous butterfly. She says, the van of Dom splits at the end. She just had to do it. Um, I'm going to give it the softest Belgian color because it, it's not terrible um, like someone else's. It's just there. It's, it's fine.
1: I think I'll be like a soft like, it's a blunder, 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 blunder.
0: The audience, I think they were whisked away by what this photo was. 71% Belgian color, 29% Belgian blunder.
1: Well, because it's a beautiful photo. The photo is gorgeous. Yeah, they picked the best photo to put on for her. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I it is here. look by Jules Monceau. Waffle by Nicolas Corazon. Uh, I asked for wa- Belgian Waffle on this season. I got it. Episode one, bam. Mm-hmm. I think if she came out in the proper color story, she would not be read the way that we we're about to read. her. The black is great. It brings them to a different world. The look is very off the rack. Not a bad thing. Just an observation. She needs more time to gain some true perspective of what she wants her drag to be.
1: Yes. it's She hasn't finished cooking. It's, it's, she's cookie dough. She, we, she needs to go back in the oven and she needs a little more time to firm up because I think she has good ideas, but she hasn't been able to execute them. And especially looking at the outfit, I think the big thing for me was I didn't like her makeup in it. And for some reason, the hairline bothered me um, in the, with this wig. Like I was like, it just felt like the wig didn't feel like it was like styled. It felt like she just bought like a big old party wig and put it on.
0: Rita says that when it comes to the runway, she got the reference of Angel, who is a Belgian singer. Uh, but oh. when it came to the color choices, it should have been black, yellow, and red, but it was kind of charcoal, gray, and a touch of gold. She says she missed the mark. Rokia says to trust herself as she has something special. She says her original song was powerful. She says that she is in the music industry and she fell in love with it. I did not fall in love with this look. It is a Belgian blunder. I, I didn't fall in love with the look. I wonder if she was just referring to that she fell in love
1: with the song. Because I will say, I thought the song was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a Belgian blunder for me.
0: Audience, 33% Belgian color, 67% Belgian blunder. Susan, um, look by Marie Bojnuk, Boj- Boj- bodysuit by Fia. Uh, this officially is a Susan Stan account. I am obsessed with this look. It's fashion, it's camp, it's drag. She is giving you Belgian colors through color blocking, and she's giving you this pop art moment with the eyes. And the mouth being in the cooch—if you haven't seen her on social media, there's a mouth under there. Uh, this is the rare example of you don't need stones to look elevated. This is absolutely one of the most elevated looks on this runway.
1: And it also shows that she looks pretty in a wig.
0: Absolutely.
1: I also love that that Susan really does have that her. I love that her that style of I'm your eighty. I'm your aunt from the eighties, and I'm going to give you eighties fashion moments. Like, cause when they're like, there's like 80s fashion was not always good, but there were always these glimmers of, Oh my God, that's amazing. And I feel like that's what Susan has been giving me this episode. Those little glimmers of when 80s fashion was like on point. And this outfit just screamed like 80s runway to me. I loved it. I was like, I Susan, you're like my number two.
0: My favorite of the night. It's a Belgian color, Belgian color. Audience, 95% Belgian color, 5% Belgian blender. Atina Sorrelickes, snow designers listed. Um, this is boundary pushing. It's, ha- it's high fashion art. She's giving you pops of pom-poms and fur and a weird face mask and strands of yellow. Do I get it? Absolutely not. Am I intrigued fully? Um, I like that the way the piece moves as she walked down the runway. Mm-hmm. There is an exposed corset, but it's part of the look as it is incorporated into the elements and not an afterthought in hopes of cinching.
1: Oh no, this was like, it was well, it was a very well constructed garment, and like, and everything there is for a reason. It was giving me like very silenced lambs that butterfly on the cover. I was like, uh, I like when she walked out, I was like, oh, oh, this is beautiful. I was like, I like already black and red are two of my favorite colors. So, like, I loved how she incorporated it all together. Yes, yeah. so this was like very much being like, girl, you're, you're getting me. You're getting me, Athena.
0: Fanny says she was pleasantly surprised. She says it started out pedestrian, but then she breathed fire. They weren't expecting it. She says it was very cool. Musti says as far as rhythm, it was very precise and wants to see her act more and not to let them down in the challenges. He says he really likes the Belgian bug look a lot. Luffy says that her costume design is well thought out, original and couture. It is, because it is a Belgian color.
1: Oh, it's an absolute buzz color for me.
0: Audience, 95% Belgian color, 5% Belgian blunder. And Edna Sorgelson, Notice I'm listed. I absolutely love this. This reminds me of Janie Jacquet's Holland dress. The way the colors interact with one another and give her this stunning hourglass shape should be applauded. I get why she picked the hair she did. It's Belgium, it's windy, it's a cloud. I would have died. For a perfectly styled pageant hair in black, like give me that black up to Gay gas. Yes. I think, I think, yeah. It's like I didn't I didn't mind the hair as much, but I think it's like if it had been
1: like this like pageanty hair. I think it would have elevated. More
0: like a styled, short styled black hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But this garment is it was Yeah, it would have, because the thing is,
1: the garment itself, I love the construction. I love how it opens the front. Like, it was very much being like, this was like the Edna I wanted to see walk in, not like, not not the, not the, off the, which felt like the off the rack, like I just got off the mall at Forever 21. This is like what I've been wanting to see, especially when you compare it to like, her promo i was like this is the element of drag that i was expecting from edna given how much she runs her mouth and i was not Sorry. i was not imp- i was not dep- i was very much impressed but again i think it was like yeah the wig would have just made would have just given that extra oomph on the outfit
0: regardless she's kooky she can turn a look I like her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's
1: she's she has she, by the end of the episode, it was like she started growing on me the, as this episode uh, continued on. So I was like, oh, I'm a fan. I want to see what more you can do. Belgian <laughs>
0: color. Audience, eighty percent Belgian color, twenty percent Belgian blunder. And finally, Brittany Von Botex. Look, I Brittany. She looked like Bambi in those heels. I was worried she was going to topple over. Yeah, also that's when to she took them, to them off back. during the lip sync. She yeah. she was going to be. She was going to break her ankle um she's got plaid and therefore we must use the term vivian westwood as it's a drag thing to do nowadays exactly yes this is punk it's showing that britney is a chameleon when it comes to fashion this does feel a little costume simply because of how she presents herself phoenix uh, i think <laughs> the elements are there it's a rocker chick out to kill the bitch that stole her man
1: yeah i was i when i saw this outfit i was like oh i think this is a britney i can get behind like I, didn't, I liked her campiness when she came in, and I, I liked her her uh, performance outfit. But this was like, I'm like, oh, I like this kind of like rocker, like, like I, the hair was my favorite. I fucking want her hair. I want the hair. Um, it's Tindemar's yeah, hair. I, I love like. I love the way it's styled, not the colors. But, so, the colors. So but I like how it's styled. I was like, this. I was like, I love the hair. I like the aesthetic of what she was going for for the look. Um, but yeah, it did feel like I'm all, do you not walking in the heels? Um, because it did feel like she was going to fall over.
0: Moose says that he does not want to meet her in a dark alley because he's not comfortable, but he likes it. He says it's a bit fucked up and a bit destroyed, but it's done really well. He says that her talent show was lost on him. Fanny says that they didn't know her intentions and thought that there was too much buildup on the punchlines, which weren't all that strong. Luffy says that she should have revised the text more. As far as looks, she says it's very accomplished, giving them something new. It's a bit rock, a bit 80s, and she loves it. Um, I will give it a Belgian color.
1: Yeah, it's a Belgian color for me, too.
0: Audience, 70% Belgian color, 30% Belgian blender. Rita has decided that Valenciaga, Susan, Edna, Peach, and Mademoiselle Boop are safe leaving Brittany, Amanda, Tina, Mocha, and Dracon as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree?
1: I do. I do. I, I expected that to be the bottom three. I was surprised that they didn't do three tops. Because I thought, I thought, like... I thought that, I thought um, either E I thought uh, Edna. I thought they I thought Edna did really good too, I thought Edna was gonna be like in the top as well. Or even I, yeah, or I even, Val- or even Valenciaga. It. Yeah.
0: Um I I honestly maybe I'm blinded here, but I did not think Mocha was bottom at all. Um, I would have put Mademoiselle Boot there personally.
1: Maybe they, I think maybe they liked her runway a little more than they like Mocha's.
0: I think it must have been mm-hmm uh let's hit back either, either way first. the
1: two that were in the bottom were clearly the two that were going to lip sync but i was because yeah i think i was i was listening to a, um uh, another youtube show where they were talking about the episode and they did say like the critiques on the runway to mocha made it seem like she was in the bottom but then when they right. deliberated it was clearly she was in the bottom it's just like what what it was
0: so weird it was so it was weird. so weird and um, i think that's why
1: because there were five of them it's just like well are you gonna have a bottom three or 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 what is just like yeah it was it was a weird the fact they didn't do three and three they went they went half safe half on the stage so it was yeah it was a weird way like, placement for mocha
0: let's head back for our very first untucked jr of drag race belgique are they glad to be safe sure but who doesn't want to be a top boop thinks that atina killed it and doesn't know where drag one and mocha placed uh, again i think everybody is confused by mocha's placement. <laughs> no
1: one knows um, unders- <laughs> no one knows what, what mocha, they're like mocha I think, I think we liked your performance, but we're not sure what the judges thought of you.
0: Literally. Now, the tops and bottoms are going to return to share the answers. Amanda thinks she's in the bottom, too. She shares that she was too stressed, and they could tell. She is risking her place, but she will do what it takes to stay. Brittany thinks that Amanda deserves to be in the bottom. She thinks it's because of her talent and her age, but she hopes she gets to stay. And I'm like, so that means you want to go, girl?
1: Or maybe she doesn't think she's going to go. Maybe she thinks Mocha's going to lip sync against her.
0: Right. She did, I don't think Britney thought she was the bottom. Um, yeah. Now, Britney will share that overall they liked her look and personality, but the talent show didn't go well. And Atina is congratulated for her talent. She will say to us that she thinks there's a chance she could be in the bottom. But let's be honest, that was just fodder. I do not believe her for one. Oh, yeah, no.
1: I, I always love it when the girl who does really well is like i don't know i it could be my I, they might put me in the bottom we don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna react to it i'm all they, they gave you love so you're fine
0: now after the judges do their deliberation and completely read read mocha to filth it is decided mm-hmm. that Athena is the winner of the week she wins two tickets to see strome in concert in brussels in june uh we're going to get to that name shortly but Mm -hmm. Dragon and mocha are safe leaving britney and amanda as the bottom two do you agree i agree i thought yeah they they were the two those were the two performances
1: i'm like these are definitely the bottom two who's so i was not surprised at all
0: listen one episode in rita bega is doing it correctly where glenn heights couldn't do it properly in the first episode so so rita bega's beating brooklyn heights here well, exactly. Up it's up like a the girl who won. Track race. The, yeah, because didn't didn't
1: didn't Rita win the first episode? Rita won the first episode,
0: and she should not. And have. everyone was like, and she have shouldn't have a juice box at the bottom. You are like, no. And like,
1: like, uh, uh, like uh, like, uh Anastasia is like, she should have been in the top for that look. It's like, oh, yeah. So, so the right, season Brooke one. <laughs> Wait, did you see um, that? Like, in that someone posted that uh, it, I think one of like the. Belgian magazines said hosted by Canada's Drag Race winner, Rita Baga.
0: That's funny. Uh, not true. Not true.
1: Hilarious. All right.
0: Um, the song is from "Is Two Slim a.k.a. All the Same. You said you know the song.
1: I you know, they used to play. This video would play at Rock Bar all the fucking time, like when it like years ago, because the video was very much him in dual face of man and woman. And it was just like the video. It was just one of those videos that had great visuals. Um, So when when this came on, I was like, "I know it. This is great. I love this song." Yeah, it's a great music video. Um, I highly recommend you guys find it.
0: So I did a little bit of research on Stromae because I was like, "Okay, a male vocalist here for the first. Okay, interesting. Um, He's straight." Oh,
1: he is. I thought I thought thought he was. I thought he was. I thought he was. I thought he was family.
0: Nope, 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 mm. nope. He has, but he, I guess I would. Episode. I guess I consider him an
1: ally because, yeah, his that video was. It's so just like. Ugh. May,
0: I apologize if I'm uh, offending anyone, but is he oh. the Harry Styles of Belgium?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been at it longer than Harry Styles, so. It's true.
0: Uh, this was a really fun pop song that really should allow you to showcase your talent and personality that is if you really want to be there. And I don't know if Britney had the fight left in her because I don't think she expected to be in this position. So she kind of just half-assed it.
1: I, yeah, I feel like Britney didn't think she was going to be there. And I expected Amanda to go home first because it was like, I'm like, I was like, you know what, you don't have, I'm like, you're young, you still need to cook. But I think the moment Britney took off her heels and and then and started performing. I was like, I feel, I'm like at this point, you should know if you take off your heels and your wig, you're gonna go home. And yeah, it Unless just it did feel like here,
0: you can just get nude.
1: Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, only if you're Samantha Valentines. Um, but I did feel like Britney wasn't giving it her all. It was kind of like. Well, if I'm here, I, I guess I don't want. I don't guess I'm not. I don't want to be here. I don't know. What could have been one of those Amanda, moments.
0: Amanda had the fight. Amanda had the yeah. fight, and I I appreciate that of her. Um, she's like, I want another week here. I deserve it. Um, was mm-hmm. this a good start to the season as far as lip sync? I'm gonna say no. Nah. It's not the best lip sync because I think no. some of the other girls are gonna give it to you.
1: I, I expect this might be the. I would say this is probably gonna be the weakest based on who the rest of the cast is. I expect like yes. they're gonna be. They're going to perform. They're going to give you a show. Absolutely.
0: In the end, Brittany von Bodex becomes the pork chop of Belgium or as you want to call it, the Belgian waffle. She's but the she Belgian is the waffle. Three, you agree that she goes home on a slip
1: Yeah. She, she did not give a... She did not put up a fight.
0: listen sometimes you're like you know what i'd rather be going home first because then i can be in the consideration of the pork chop season
1: Mm -hmm. but also too it's you got she also showed two very different looks um people are gonna know she is now so you're gonna get like people following you um you're gonna you're the thing is just by being on the cast already gives you a bump on social media um, to your shows. And it's just, it's, it really is. It's not what you do while you're on the show. It's what you do once you're off the show. And if she Have wants, if she doesn't do anything, that's her.
0: All right, questions, are you ready? Yes. What is Britney's legacy? I kind of just answered it, but let's go with it simpler. Um,
1: I say camp, 80s, uh, and not comedy. Or not stand-up comedy.
0: It's going to be that.
1: She's going to be remembered for that entrance look, (laughs) which is like, which is great. I'm like, it was high camp, which is something I love. So
0: So this is a new segment for you. You have not gotten to do this with us before. It's a new segment called Who Won the Week? Who is the winner of the week? doesn't have to be who actually won the challenge. It's who is the winner of the week based on the full episode.
1: Um, I think it's Edna. Edna was the storyteller, the full episode. And even though it's like she was safe, she still had, I think, the most talking heads. And she had something to say about everybody that walked in. And so I think you got to you got a really good sense of she's going to be she has narrator status already. And I think she's going to be a shit store when when the drama starts to happen.
0: I, I, I can see that, and I almost agree with it, but I kind of want to give it to Atina simply because if Jinx Monsoon is sharing that, it got eyes onto the franchise, and that exactly. is really huge. That performance was so good. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: That's going to be, that's gonna week, be a, a good one.
0: Next week, we're paying homage to the Belgian food, and I'm so glad we're just going to fucking lean into it. Um, who will say <laughs> yes. the commercial? Um, I, mean,
1: Tom, I can see, see I, I think
0: Edna's gonna do great. I think I can see Edna
1: and Susan doing really well next yeah, week. I think I think the two of them are gonna be really well, and I think I think I think Amanda's still gonna struggle. I think Amanda's gonna yeah. stay gonna be in her head. Um, and I don't know because I can't tell anyone else of like where anyone else goes. I don't know who would who would be low with her, but I have a strong feeling like Edna and Susan might be the two that like come out on top.
0: I agree. All right, after one episode, the winner of the season is. Uh, This is hard.
1: This is hard, but I think because she stole my heart this episode, drag queen.
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna until I have to change it. I'm going with Susan. I just, there is something about her. Susan that- is my dark
1: horse. She's the dark horse of the season.
0: She's either going to be the robbed goddess of the season, or she's going to be the winner and mm-hmm. be one of the most underrated winners the show's ever had yeah.
1: yeah, I can see if she's robbed, I can see her getting miscongeniality.
0: Yeah. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, any projects <laughs> you want to plug?
1: Uh, On the Venmo, you can find me at Precious Envy. Uh, If you want to follow me on the Instagrams, I am Harry is Precious is Harry. Uh, No, it's a mouthful, says all the boys. Um, Right now, nope, I don't have anything lined up uh, at the moment. Uh, Just, you know, begging queens to give me a gig. Please give me a guest spot, sir. Please, sir. Um, No, beg for a
0: a, a killer leprechaun show.
1: Oh, Saint Patty's Day show! I just did an anti Valentine's Day show, which was a lot of fun. Um, I know I usually try to do a birthday show in April, but I'm going to be away, so maybe I'll do a post birthday show in May, uh, and you know, celebrate turning forty
0: three. Woo! Woo! Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here. I'm sure you're going to be coming back to talk about Dragons Belgique later this season. <laughs> uh,
1: anytime, you you know you know I like like to correspond to season.
0: The biggest thanks to Precious for joining me. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. Don't forget to visit findmeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.